0: All right, Patriots, here's part two of our interview with Ivan Raiklin on Conservative Daily Podcast. If you missed part one, go back and check it out. Here we go. A handful of Antifa members being belligerent and then gone scot-free. That's it. That's the maximum uh, transgressions that would have occurred, in my opinion. But guess what? That activity, although it, you know, gut feeling tells you that's illegal, isn't that criminal for the Sergeant at Arms to do that? Isn't that criminal for the Speaker of the House to do that? It's actually not. They have full discretion, judge, jury, executioner, on determining who to prosecute on the Capitol grounds. Okay, so do you, know you know of what didn't? You know what didn't come up? Like back in the background, DOJ, FBI, DHS—they have no jurisdiction whatsoever on anything going on in the Capitol.
1: Okay, but, Zero. But have you been watching the January 6th uh, circus, the kangaroo uh, hearings?
0: The the, D- the Mike Pence Presidential Campaign Committee, you mean?
1: This did not come up. Go ahead take it down. This, Why would it? Ray, Ray Epps did not come up. Ray Epps was kept Why from the American Mike people. Why would
0: Mike Pence bring this up?
1: Well, I mean, I think that's the problem. Why would Is his it- vice
0: presidential pick, Liz Cheney, raise this? Well, because I mean, it look, implicates them. Hey, h- how is people, people? will start thinking, like, wait, what? Ivan. This doesn't make any sense. Ivan. We already know that.
1: How? How, how in of the world? Society
0: still doesn't know this.
1: How in the world? H- how?
0: Because faux news won't even talk about it. Luckily, Tucker has enough sway to kind of push back against Paul Ryan's influences over faux news.
1: Well, it's not the influence over phone news. It's the fact that there's only three groups that own a majority of, if not all, of the mainstream media, and that they parrot the same Mockingbird media across the country. They're just an extension of the CIA and the, and the FBI. And by extension, you, you can actually look at the people that they've hired inside those organizations afterwards that spent time in both of those organizations. So we, we know what we're up yeah, against. Yeah, a
0: revolving door. I
1: get but, it. But here's the problem. We have a vacuum in our country based on the lack of knowledge. People have a lack yeah. of knowledge. They have a lack of knowledge related to and, – and it becomes more and more difficult. And that's why I say that we have to take it to the people. We have to be willing to walk into really hard areas and have conversations with Democrats and say, listen, how's $6 gas ha- affecting single mothers? Uh, we have to become the, the, the lesser magistrates, Ivan. We have to. We're going to figure out that the, we, we already know that they have caused everything that we're dealing with right now. We know it. it it's not it, – it, a normal person, Democrat, Republican, my buddy who, by the way, is a genius. He's an AI genius, one of the guys that in my company um, I would rely on and I'd call him and say, hey, look, tell me about this algorithm that this can work in building out these neural networks, blah, blah, blah. He was so angry right, right. at me related to coming forward with information. And the more information I got about Dominion, the more he got upset. Like, Joe, why are you getting in the middle of this? Why, why are you let somebody else handle this? And I was like, no, we need to handle it. He goes, Joe. No
0: one else is stepping up that has the knowledge
1: right and he goes he goes joe you're just putting yourself in the middle of it why are you sacrificing everything to do this your company is so great it's doing amazing things you're getting all these awards just stay out of it And i was like i can't and he goes and the election wasn't stolen you show me proof that it was stolen and he is a leftist he is he's not a leftist he is a democrat he is what i call blue blood right he's he's now by the way like elon musk he's He's a conservative. <laughs> he's he's right of center, uh, but we were right, talking. Right. I, so I had when a conversation. The left goes
0: beyond the cliff. People are like, well, I didn't really move. Now I'm all of a sudden right of center.
1: So, but I asked like, him a um, question he called he me out of nowhere and said, Joe, I I just want to ask you a question. And I and I go, yeah. And he goes, I've been studying all the information. And he goes, you were right. And he goes, I'm actually afraid. For my children, because I never saw this coming. You know, I, I I I'm progressive, and and here's the thing: he had to meet with me, and he's like, you can't have your cell phone. Here's what you want to do: it. He wanted to make sure that there was no nothing that could tie me to him.
0: <laughs> That's how they get it. That's how they get weaklings, the sheep
1: but, through but, fear. Yeah, and I think that he, he and he admitted he's like, look, I have hey, a lot of fear. I gotta give
0: a shout out to one person.
1: All right, shout.
0: And I, he, I'm gonna get hate for this, but this kid, I I respect him for putting out two songs. Chris Webby, I found out about a few weeks ago. He's a rapper that he has two songs that literally is the soundtrack to what we've experienced over the last two years. One is called "Know My Rights."
1: Oh yeah, I know this kid. You know this kid? Yeah, find that, find that, find that deal. "Know My Rights." Yeah, Dude, I grew up in Washington, D.C. I, was, I listened to rap, but, but the old-school rap. Like and me, it was Tupac. Is, uh, raw
0: thoughts number five. It literally captures the sentiment, I think, of America, of the individual that you just mentioned that didn't believe you at first. It literally is that conversion of somebody that is in that political mindset. But because of what happened the last two years, it's a metamorphosis, essentially, of them really almost 100% in line with our values.
1: Well, I think that, the, and, and I guess the, the, the whole thing is the more people I talk to that are Democrats, I mean, I play football with these kids that are, that are in the inner city, right? I play football with them. And I play football with on this Christian Fellowship League, and I talk to these guys all the time about race relations, critical race theory, all the... I bring it up. I'm the first one there. I'm like, all right, who wants to talk politics? And they're like, no one. (laughs) And I'm like, we're going to talk about it. Let's go. We're going to talk about it right now. Who's got kids? And I walk through who has kids and who doesn't have kids, and we talk through it. We talk through these things, and they're all saying the same thing. We're all aligned. We're all aligned. We all want life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. doesn't matter. We've abandoned Democrat, Republican, because they don't stand for the American people.
0: Exactly. Hey, I don't mean to cut. pause it real quick, but... Where do you think, let me flip this camera over, where, I can't, I think I can where was Ray up standing when he was doing the call to arm? Hold on. Was it anywhere over there?
1: Right there. He was right there. Was, yes, right there. He was standing in the street right over there, next to the National Theater.
0: Is that what was in the background?
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to cross over. And so, anybody, here's my call to action. Anybody that was here on the 5th, anybody, I mean, no one was at the DNC and RNC. Everyone was here at Freedom Plaza. Let us know if you have any footage, camera, whatever, of Ray App, John Sullivan, if you can pick up any audio of their conversations or anything uh, to shed some more light on whether or not they were coordinating to facilitate, and basically who was in their vicinity. And especially if anybody the following day that participated in that breach uh, of the Capitol. Again, outside Ray Epps and his team, which would have been, you, you saw Revolver News article that Darren Beattie did a great job of doing the timeline and video of everything that was going on with uh, Ray Epps' team. Uh, and then the scaffold commander, I think Marjorie Taylor Green's finally bringing that up. So I think we're on the cusp of really getting to the truth of of the government side, of the—I well, should say—the the side of the story that involves and implicates the government's role. When I say the government, uh, the Sergeant at Arms, the Ar- Article One institutions, the Speaker of the House, the Sergeant at Arms, in there, and how they outmaneuvered essentially the narrative that day.
1: All right, so here's Brilliant. a question for you. Here's, I guess. A, here's a question for you: Is so right the Chris here. Webby know it was my rights, right? That, here. That's where he was Boston. right there. Yeah. He was in the street over there.
0: And then you can see in the background, he said, hey, what did he say? Right down the street, he was pointing. That's what he wanted to motivate people to attack so that the objections would not occur uncensored. Because guess what? If the objections occur on C-SPAN, the whole world sees them. I think you would have had the highest ratings ever in the history of C-SPAN that day had they not conducted that off facilitated the unlawful entry
1: so so i want to play anyway, i want to play chris I'll webby's song know i can walk my to the
0: capital <laughs> if you are. I
1: want i want to i want to talk about chris webby's song know my rights i think it's clean right is it clean
0: uh no there's three or four times it's not
1: we're not on frank right it's now so entirely good.
0: clean but i don't know okay. it's so right. powerful well hey.
1: let's let's play it we're going to play know my it's, rights it's worth, by it's worth chris webby to. Everyone, we're gonna pl- we're gonna play this because like this my, is actually a my song. My hat's off to
0: him, phenomenal.
1: All right, let's go ahead and play it. Okay, I have do the audio version. Um, Just do the video. Okay, give me one sec. Yeah, the one you put up, and we'll go ahead and play it. Well, the that. other one that's a video is not Chris Webby; it's a different artist. It's a Six lakh. No, it says Chris Webby. Know my rights, featuring Xander Goodhart. Yeah, it was a different one. It was. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: that's the one. I won't be fooled by the it. <laughs> I know That's it,
1: play it. They
2: i know they want to kick me up the all because I get a little too vocal. finger to the crooks in the Oval. The revolution is sparked and going global Always been the one to speak my raw thoughts And if you got a problem with it, then y'all soft I can't be barred off, I can't be called off If you think that I'm the crazy one, then y'all lost Just blind to the narrative, lies and corruption And now they looking at me like I'm a disruption Think for myself, never mind your assumption Watching a slide in decline and destruction Gotta do something, I'm done waiting Standing up to tyrannies, the and foundation us as a nation i won't be complacent i they know my rights it. in their mind till they take them i speak my mind how i lie.
1: Sounds kinda of fire. It is. For the freedom, fight
2: I know my yeah, give Yeah, f- about a grand post. Oh, come on. Mm, I'm the one they wanna ban most. Pop a red pick sure pop those in those the damn off dose as I keep beeping. my mother. And boot up on the damn throat. The algorithm wanna lead me by the hand, but they can't, no chance. I delete them with the spam, and they know where I stand. You have to take my first amendment right, right out of my cold, dead hands. I am no weak man, I will not be broken. No truth that I find that will not be spoken. Fight for the right till it's downright stolen. I will not comply, I'm alive and awoken. Keep an open mind and try to live peacefully treat people decently Shit, if they don't agree with me, fine I'm gonna keep on speaking and do it frequently And I got the right to do it, like, legally I speak my mind how I lie
1: I like this song <laughs> the clean version I'm gonna have to find a clean version of this Okay. Let's knock it down. All right, we lose Ivan. I think he's still on. Ivan, you there? Is he there? It says he's still logged in. You there, Ivan? I think. But we're going to do a quick read for, um, and then we're we only got about 15 more minutes that we're going to go. I'm going to be speaking down in Colorado Springs. We have a special FEC meeting. We're going to be talking about. Um, the plan and talking to the different legislators about what's happening in the state of Colorado related to election fraud and stealing of primaries, which, the, frankly, we we know that the GOP is in on it. Uh, hey is Ivan, can you back? still hear me? Yeah, Ivan, you back?
0: Yeah, Let's so ahead, I wanted to say in. like he uses expletives four times. I get it. I apologize for that, but it's a powerful song that advocates for First Amendment. Essentially, we're He's willing to lay lay it all on the line to be able to advocate his First Amendment. So hats off to him. There's another one that I recommend listening to, but on your own because it's yeah, it's not family friendly, but it is definitely uh, raw thoughts number five again. So take a look. Yeah, so I'm on my way to the other location that we were talking about. If we have time to discuss that.
1: Yeah, we do. We're good. We got about fifteen more minutes, and then I got to skedaddle down to uh, 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 speaking tonight down in the springs. But yeah, it you're you're headed to the capital right now.
0: I am. Yeah, that's the whole reason why I came down here. I'm glad you had me. I had to hustle down here to really hit the point home. Uh, and what I'm going about, what I wanted to talk to you about. So we did talk about the Ray Apps J5 thing. We still don't have a clue of who put laid down the fake pipe bombs at the DNC and the RNC. Yet, I mean, everyone was immediately arrested, right? That was that trespass. But yet, somebody that we have video footage of, probably cell phone, ping data, etc.
1: Oh, we lost you. I think we lost you. All right, so we'll wait until we get them reconnected again. But um, I want to give a shout out to one of our other sponsors too, that's Axos Bank. Um, I'm excited to have found this bank and I've done a lot of research on this bank and um, I'm supposed to have another conversation with them tomorrow because I'm I'm really interested in how they uh, are going to protect people. I'm really interested in protecting people and their ability to protect their money. I'm not sure that the banking system related to the bigger banks would ever do that. It's one of the reasons why I've never been a part of any big banks. I I gave that up nearly 20 years ago. Um, but I found this bank, Access Bank. They opened on Independence Day, 2000. They're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American tradition. Let's take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn the highest interest rate, and it's a big one. Listeners can also get a, a $150 bonus if you open one by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in freedom to do business without compromising our values. Uh, if you go to accessbank.com/daily for full details, that's a x o s bank.com/daily. And for that cash bonus, all you need is a fifteen hundred dollar direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Uh, so Access Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us, all of us, accessbank.com slash daily, go check them out. I, you, you know, we, we're talking about January sixth, but but I want to I want to get back and tell you guys one thing. The, the the biggest thing that we have to realize, that I've I've had to realize over the last two years, is I've I've gone through this maturization process of understanding not just Dominion voting systems and ESNS and putting all those pieces together, and and navigating the the uh, influencer environment. I mean, that's and w- when I talk about navigating the influencer environment. I'm talking about the Patrick Burns, the uh, the uh, David Clements, the uh, Javon Pulitzer, the, I mean, all the different people that are involved in this. I mean, and I guess I, I hit the ones that uh, that are on opposite, you know, Mike Lindell and and, and uh, General Mike Flynn and Lynn Wood and all of these people. I mean, there's people across the board and CanCon. And I mean, I, there's a ton of them. There's a ton of people out there that are out there using their voice. And not only do I have to navigate and mature through the process of... Um, how we deal with a corrupt, treasonous government that has basically done harm to the American people. But you have to, and and we're looking at the apparatuses of government, and I'm trying to study that as much as I can, and I'm looking into what's happening with with Dominion, and I'm becoming, uh, you know, I actually think that I could hem up most of the problems with Dominion if they weren't there on purpose. Um, Frankly, it, it was real easy to fix, which leads you down the path that we we know that the machines were built to defraud the American people, but I digress. But I've had to I've had to look at both sides, and because I was a business guy, like so I, I I had never asked for anything related to what I've done in the in the private sector, you know, helping people, like standing up and being a mentor for young young men. And there's an organization that that I've supported, I still support, um, um, called Ace Scholarships, it gives scholarships to kids that are in the inner city to go to private school. It it takes a child that is in an impoverished environment and it helps them go to a private school so that they can have more opportunity into the future. And it's like 93% of those kids go on to go to college and do just amazing things, um, which is nearly 30% higher than any other environment, right? And so, um, but I'd never asked for anything related to that. And so I didn't know this whole influencer thing. Like I didn't, the only people I ever tried to influence were people that I thought I could make better, that I could could give them hope, I could give them a pathway, a, a vision for what's in the future. And so part of our reason that we're in this place right now where we are is because of the conflict that exists in the influencer environment, the I'm going to save the day environment like I'm going to be the holy grail. And you have the controlled opposition and on the influencer side, nobody seems to get along because then somebody sparks and then it hurts somebody's ego. And and I'm and I'm to blame for that as well because there's been times that I've lashed out at several people cuz I'm like this is this is garbage. And and frankly, there are influencers out there that are trash. I mean, they're just not good. That are in it for money. They're in it just for money. And but I I've, I've gotten a how would you say it? I've, I've, I've been taken to school over the last two years. Because when you're in the business world, you have business maturity. You have an acumen that you build towards just trying to solve problems. Work the problem, work the problem, work the problem. And your commitment is to your customer. Your commitment is to technology. It's to innovation. It's exciting. Every single day is exciting. Even when th- something bad happens, you're like, ah, I can solve that problem for 100 other customers. We know it's going to be an issue. And you're just excited about it. Well, in, in this world, related to the stealing of the election and what happened over the last two years, it, it's like sensory overload. And so you never know what truth or isn't truth from someone. You try to just get along with everyone, and sometimes you, you know, you glad hand and you, you, you nod your head. And, and frankly, if we want to solve this problem, we, we need to talk about the influence. It's one of the things I wanted to bring up with, with Ivan, which is why I set this meeting for next Friday is that we have to start speaking truth collectively as if we were the Mockingbird Media. Not doing the same thing that they do, but speaking truth related to who they are on the radical left. And if we can do that, is he back on, Mr. Producer? Okay. If we can do that and we can come to a point, they won't be able to stop it. But one of the issues that I've had, and Ivan said that somebody that follows me was on a live stream and said, hey, you need to listen to this, this um Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates. And when I'm, I'm talking to people out there, I'm seeing it come back to me. It's coming back as, hey, Joe, everywhere. They're talking about the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates and, and this women's group and this men's group and everything. They're talking about this and, hey, can we push the plan out? And I'm like, yes, we can push the plan out. And I go out there and I talk to influencers. and I'm like, here's what we want to do. And you get about 70% of them like, I'm excited. That's so powerful. That's bold. And then you have the 30% that go, well, what am I going to get paid to do it? And I'm thinking to myself, we got 180 days. We got 180 days. That's what we have to save this nation. It's not waiting until 2024. This country won't be here in 2024. It won't. And I hate to say it, but that's where we're at right now. We're at a place where there is no 2024 unless we solve 2020. And that's going to take some bold moves, bold action by the people in this country in order to stand up and say we've had enough. But it's, it's the influencer crowd. And by the way, I'm talking to influencers that are on the, I, I would say that they're more progressive. They're Democrats. And I'm talking to them about this because they're awake. They're awake. And they go, Joe, I have no place to take my people. And I go, what do you mean? The Democrat Party left us a long time ago. So these these are black influences, Hispanic influencers, and they go. And I can't take them over there to the Republicans. So where can I take them? And I can't go stand next to conservatives because at that point they'll label me a conservative, and, and then I have no value because then the people in my community are like, oh my gosh, they, they, he's turned into a conservative. Oh, well, we got to get rid of him. So they say, we're, we're 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 people with no island, we have no nation. And I was like, well, you have a nation with me. They're the ones that are embracing this plan. Because they have nothing to lose. But the people that have everything to lose, and I call those the Elon Musks out there, right? The Musks. Elon Musk is risking a lot right now. He's buying Twitter for probably more money than it's worth, but he needs access to that technology. And he says, I'm gonna do mass layoffs. And by the way, I'm gonna bring this all together. But the influencers that we have, we have to be able to stand together and we have to be able to take a, a very collaborative approach. To what we speak to. And a plan with no leader that leads people into the community where they can solve the problem by saying, this is what we have to do. We have to get rid of these two elements is, is a plan that literally can work. But I, but I, but for those of you that listen to this and go listen to other people's show, you guys have to be the ones that are the lesser magistrates. Even in this, you have to stand in the inner position. And you have to tell these, these people that are, that are influencers, guys, it's not just your voice. It's the American voice. It's the voice of truth. And The re- the reason why the, the, the Bible is so powerful, God is so powerful, is because he represents truth. And we have to be the ones that are speaking truth. We have to be the ones that sit in that place of interposition. We have to encourage those that have a lot to lose, that they're the most dangerous. The Elon Musk are the most dangerous. I'm the most dangerous. You have Ivan back? All right, let's go ahead and bring him on. Ivan, welcome back.
0: Sorry, I had a little bit of a snafu, like I said, uh Battery died. Okay. So. Let's see here. Let me. Am I able to flip this camera? on This. web back? D-Mix. I don't think I can. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah, so probably not that right that now.
0: Set, here, let me.
1: Okay, there we go. We go. Okay. There's the capital.
0: So. As Ray Epps was recruiting folks, we have video footage of it. They had
1: he had people
0: come down here way before the conclusion of the speech, the peaceful, patriotic, lawful, legal, moral, and ethical speech by the forty-fifth president. Okay, we're getting close to where that that breach site is. So, as he was doing that and finishing up. There was a tweet at 1.03 p.m. on January 6th that I'll summarize that basically said, and it was transmitted through Mike Pence's, I think, vice presidential account. And in summary, it's essentially saying, hey, America, um, I know you didn't think this. Some of you did. But, yeah, I am not going to defend the U.S. Constitution because I'm a feckless, toxic coward. In the words of Steve Bannon, absolutely, I am a stone-cold coward, and I'm not going to do anything. Actually, I'm going to work against remedying the illegally certified 2020 election, and I'm just going to kind of sit back and kick it and let Nancy Pelosi run the show as the Speaker of the House. And I'm going to acquiesce to her telling the body that only 11 members can go ahead and participate from the House side and only 11 members from the Senate side, so that we can kind of move forward. And then, what happens after? Roll the drum. While I'm walking up to the site, please, Mr. Producer, bring up the video of Ray at the breach site whispering into someone's ear just before they start to violently push over the fence line.
1: And, and this I is where they pushed them back some, and they pushed and they pushed over the gate.
0: There we go. All right, I gotta find where that is.
1: You got it? Is
0: that? There's a statue right here, right? Is it I think it's in front of, Yeah, there it is. I see it. I just have to cross the street via the pedestrian walkway. I want to make sure everything I'm doing here on cameras. Only within the district's rules, right? No jaywalking here.
1: What? Why? You think they're going to come get you?
0: Absolutely. Basically, look, look at who is. The people that have received the most pain and aggra- aggression from the unit party are those that verbally expose Mike Pence. Let's go down the list. First target of Mike Pence was none other than General Michael Flynn. Then, let's go down the list. Sidney Powell, Linwood. Wood. As it applies to remember him trying to defend himself in Georgia as an attorney, I think all that stems from a good old Mikey Pence. All right, we're here. Let's take a look. Bring the bring the video up. Can you bring up the video and my screen my screenshot right here live so I can kind of talk through what I'm thinking? Is occurring.
1: Well, there's the stairs.
0: Yep, let me see if I can. I can't flip the camera, so I have to do it in the face camera. Alright, so this is essentially, I think it occurred right here. Right along this, let me see. Right along, there was a fence here, right? And then the, there we go, there, kind of slow motion that. So, is it down here?
1: Yeah, it was down. Down the stairs.
0: It's right up here, right? Right before down, the steps start? Down the stairs.
1: Down those stairs. Keep going. And,
0: and I, I have to say, I gotta give credit where credit's due. I know it's like everybody's like, black or white. I mean, bad, good. The officer who testified last week that was right here and was pushed over and was injured, she's not to blame for anything. She, I agree. She was the victim of he facilitated unlawful entry and I apologize whatever I didn't have any role in this but what happened to her absolutely unlawful right her being pushed over run roughshod you can see her. keep playing the video real quick play the video she's trying to do the right thing to hold the line she's there solo by herself okay hold up hold up watch as it gets pushed over I'm watching with you, right there. Uh, Keep going, keep going. Oh, you don't see it, but as you, there we go.
1: And then he leaves. Ray Epps leaves.
0: He falls. She falls on her back, hits her head over here on one of these steps, and has, I think, a semi blackout or concussion. That is absolute. I agree. That is unlawful. That is unacceptable. Those that participated in that pushing her over like that, guess what? you got to pay the piper. You committed a crime. Okay? Now, how come Ray Epps, who appears to have instigated that based on the little whisper campaign, what's going on there? How about we investigate that? How about we bring them before a court? How about all the J-6 defendants that your attorneys, if you're listening in, why are we not trying to to include Ashley Babbitt's family? How about we bring these folks in and determine what was going on? Because had it not been for this breach right here and the National Guard troops were completely surrounding the Capitol that day, and I'm gonna pan here, guess what? No one would have gotten past this point right here. Not a single person would have gotten past this point. Nancy Pelosi, why didn't you have National Guard troops there? Because Chief Sun requested it six times since January 3rd to January 6th. Now, I know Jim Banks and Jim Jordan, who were supposed to be on the committee in order to make it constitutional, were not. Jim Banks, I think, is the ranking Republican member on the House Administration Committee, and he's been looking into this. I think he knows what I know, and hopefully somebody that is within his circle— can provide him this further context of, hey, if Nancy Pelosi had the 10,000 troops around here, not everything subsequent to that would not have happened. And guess what? What would have happened that day is an objection period that probably if Kevin McCarthy had a spine and Mike Pence had a spine, they would have done the following. And I want you to take notes if you haven't heard this before. In the House... Cha- okay, oh actually you know what before i go to that point since this is an open public area right now let's take a look at where the breaches occurred and the the, and i'm basing this off of what the mike pence committee said came from so as you know as we walk up these steps what side is this senator house joe
1: i can't see i need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors um this podcast brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. We've talked a lot about IP Vanish. They've been a, par- a partner of the show for quite some time now. But IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IPVanish on unlimited devices at the same time without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones. Um, its and, and for our listeners, they're, they're offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, you're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some apps that you have to turn off. If you're using like ring apps or things like that, you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized IP address. But um, that's just something you just learn when you get it, but you, you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information. Uh, those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are. Uh, so go to ipvanishcom daily, use promo code daily. You do have to use the slash daily. So ipvanishcom daily, use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings
0: got 11% left, that's, so I'm going to have to... That's the House.
1: That's the House. true.
0: No, no, no. So this is the I can't in the middle. Through, through over so here on this side. you have side. the Senate
1: on one side and you have you the House on the other. And you have the retunda in the middle. The Senate is on this side. Yes. So
0: the Senate is on this side. So when you're... Again, for jurisdiction purposes, four people basically control the law enforcement and the maintenance of the grounds. It's called the Capitol Board. The chief architect... Capital Architect 1, the House Sergeant-at-Arms, the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms, and number 4, the U.S. Capitol Police, i.e. the Capitol Police Chief, right? So, jurisdictionally, if somebody breaches, I believe, and then you're going to have to pull videos of this. And I'm surprised nobody has done this before. I've been wanting to do this for like a year, bro, to just walk through this and just step people through the breach occurred here i
1: think right yep it did right up on that the side. wall there's several people that got pushed off that wall one actually broke his back and then you have the and stairs yes, over I'm there gonna, and then I, on the other side of the as stairs. far as i can go and then the yeah. other side of the stairs by the way the other side of the stairs right there was where they beat a guy and you saw the j6truth.org documentary right here right yeah no the other In side this area it's the other side the other side of those stairs uh, yeah, on the other side of that, on that, our side? and the and the yes, that was Okay, let's take a look.
0: Here's a key point that I want everybody to understand. From a legal standpoint, the U.S. Capitol Police have kind of like jurisdiction over the entire Capitol complex. The Sergeant at Arms is there to protect the leadership and the bot, like the the, the individuals, right? So on the House side, let me stand in the middle. It's bifurcated, right? Because right down, down in the middle, the way I understand it and I read it, okay, right here. Let me see here. On that side, the Senate Sergeant at Arms has jurisdiction. On this side, the House Sergeant at Arms has jurisdiction. Yep. So if there's a breach over here, the Senate Sergeant at Arms How about you go ahead and pull your video, buddy? Show us what you got. And if you don't want to do it publicly for security reasons, okay, I'll accept that. Why don't you have it under seal, presented to any of the J6 defendants, lawyers, by the way, for these guys, or if you're doing pro se, you want to find out and get all of the video that occurred on that day from the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms. Because they got it, unless they destroyed it. If they destroyed it, hmm, interesting. Now let's go over to the house side. Same thing. If anybody's got, let's take a look. They're gonna accuse me of something. But you can kind of probably tell or guess that there's probably cameras around and maybe even body cams around on each of the officers that can be collated to determine what actually occurred that day. So, according to the bike fence Committee last week, they said that the breach occurred on the Senate side. Guess who was there? Our good friend John Sullivan was in the, in the first, first breach team. And if you want to go ahead and fact check, you go to C-SPAN and take a look at the rotunda, unless it's been pulled off, where John Sullivan is literally part of the first dozen folks that go in from the breach site, and the video cameras inside of the rotunda here as he's walking through. And as you're seeing before they're walking through, the sergeant-at-arms on the House and the Senate is there. You can see all the, you know, the folks walking through uh, on the uh, from the Senate, right. senators coming from there as they walk through in order to come into to attend the joint session over here on the House. So once they step across the midpoint, they fall under the jurisdiction for law enforcement, judge, jury, executioner on, if you do it you do anything wrong, it falls within the purview of this House Sergeant-at-Arms who works for none other than the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. And the guy's name was Paul Irving. And Paul Irving was the Sergeant-at-Arms for, again, Paul Ryan. Go back and review what we talked about with Paul Ryan at the beginning of the show. And before that, John Boehner. Remember, John Boehner and Paul Ryan were campaigning for Liz Cheney only a few months ago in Wyoming. Oh, what's that all about?
1: Yeah, but I mean look, I don't think that I think I mean, we
0: figured.
1: Yeah, look, it's not a matter of figuring it out though. I mean, I, and and Ivan, th- we've talked about this before. We can we now we, we, have we have to hold these, them to account. We we retread these tires. At some point they're they're not going to relinquish the lie. They're not well, they're not going to relinquish the fact that they are liars. They're not going to relinquish the fact that they have tried to manipulate the people in America and they've used the mainstream media and tech companies in order to do it. To but it steal allows our- us,
0: their, their hearings allow us greater opportunity to showcase to people that are critical thinkers, like I don't know, a Chris Webby that was a leftist that is now like waking up to this. So we're going to get to the point where 70, 75% of the nation and above agree with us. Yeah, and I that's think, when we can start affecting change I, I think, massively. I think, I think we're when the already there, the culture starts
1: to shift. Sorry. I, I think we're already there, but I think that we, we do have to wrap up because I have to get down to the springs and it's a it's a long trek for me from here. But um, I want to I want to say we have to get back to working the problem and sure. yeah, we're we're giving good context to this and we're and I'm going to tell people to just share the message. Like share the message. Like this is the this is the this is the foundation of of the another lie. But they keep lying over and over and over again. They use the media to lie. The media just lies and lies and lies. And Tucker Carlson has a perfect opportunity. Doesn't take it. Perfect opportunity because he can't
0: they- because his his overlord is Paul Ryan on the board of O News that has a control. Like he has a lot of influence along with Murdoch's son on what Tucker can and can't say. Why do you think Tucker told uh, what's his name, Dinesh D'Souza, and Catherine Engel, Engelbrecht and Brett Phillips? Hey. 2000 mules off limits. Why? What well, the part that he didn't say is because Paul Ryan and Murdoch told him to say that to them. Okay. Well, that's what my guess well,
1: is. Well, yeah, and they and they, they basically said that they can't talk about it. So, he was on there and had to talk around it. But even the 2000 mules, we had Bill Barr that came out and said that even after watching 2000 mules, and he laughed about it. Even after watching Bill it, Barr I still don't was, believe that
0: was George Bush's AG. Jesus. Was George Bush's AG?
1: Yeah, so he was
0: the protector of the Department of Justice on behalf of the Bush Cheney family. That's all I can say.
1: Well, I mean again, it's uh I appreciate you having you on and uh, we'll have you on again and thanks for walking us through Washington DC. Hopefully you don't have a sniper <laughs> Literally a sniper's walking bullet. Us through. <laughs> yeah, you're walking through the devil's playground right now. So God bless you, Ivan. Um, we'll have well, you back on will live another day, God
0: willing and- We'll keep plugging away, trying to get the truth out. No, thanks, Joe. Appreciate you, brother.
1: All right. God bless you. So uh, Ivan is uh, giving us a walkthrough of what's happening in D.C. in those areas. You can actually appreciate the fact that Ray Apps is in the middle of this. And all through the January 6th deal, you didn't have anybody talking about it. So I'm going to go back to what I said before about, and and I mentioned it a little bit in there, the uh, Influencer environment. So you create these little cliques of influencers. And then people are told, Hey, you have to have, you know, you have to have allegiance to me, you have to have allegiance to me. And there's certain people in this entire thing that have no business being a part of it, that have no, no real skills and no understanding of what happened on January 6th, but just want to get a, a voice in. They they want, they want so badly to be something different than what they are. And I go, you can have my spot. I'd, I'd really like to go back to just being a tech guy. Just be a tech CEO and, and build on technology. I'd really like to go back to I can't. I can't do that. I mean, I'm, I'm stuck right here in the middle of it. Now running Conservative Daily Podcast, and I am building another company, which we've talked about before, Vodum Tech, which we finally got approval for. I'm still doing that, and I got Pydoxa. Right, which we we're building that out right now as well. Because I still have I have an affinity towards technology. I love technology, and I love building technology that can be used for good, not for bad. But at the end of the at the end of the day, if influencers don't get their crap together and start setting aside their high school cliques, there's no hope. There's none. I mean, it, we, we're, and and everyone wants to get mad at Garrett, Ziegler because he he comes out on fire and he has zero tolerance. He has zero tolerance and he tells people all, and he will literally call somebody out and say, "No, listen, you have an obligation to do this. We need this information." And people get mad at him like, "Oh, you know, he, he just doesn't play well with others." No, he's tired of the BS. That's that's the reality of Garrett, he's just tired of the BS. He's tired of the high school drama. And over the last two years of maturing through this process of having to now work within some sort of environment of social media, you'll notice over the last five days, you know, these guys posted stuff on my social media, but I didn't. I took that time and I just was like, poop, I'm done. Then I finally got back in. I was like, all right, how many years has the election been stolen for? I mean, how many, how many years have been stealing the voice of the American people? I don't enjoy social media. I don't. I think it's become a bastion of little worlds where people are more concerned with with clicks and likes and those things than they are with the message of truth. And so this is this is me calling out influencers and saying, Listen, I at least got a plan. You keep talking about the fact that your hopes and dreams are in people that have already shown you that they would betray you in a minute, that they have no courage. The American people have courage, they're looking for a pathway. (coughs) Give them a pathway. So we give them a pathway, we build it, and you know what? You say it's too bold. It's too bold. We can't do that. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, you're right. Let them be the lesser magistrates. Let them take the risk. Then you're not an influencer at that point, you're not a leader. You know, we're, we're talking about what's happening in January 6th, and people's lives are burning down. They, they can't put gas in their car, kids are going without education. They're going to college to learn nothing with $200,000 in student loan debt. Do you know why they should have to absolve student loan debt? And by the way, I'm not saying that we absolve everyone of student loan debt, but you know why it would be a sensible solution? It's because they didn't get anything out of it. They got indoctrinated. And I know because I hired some of these young people, and they were complete garbage. Not all of them. Many of them are very, very good. But there's a lot of them out there that have no value, that have a, an Ivy School education, that are book smart, that frankly are just trashy people. They have no ethical, moral standards. They, they think of themselves up here. Well, in reality, they've never given back to society anything. And so I, w- I, w- I, would, I would challenge those influencers out there to stop acting as if you're, you're the Holy Grail. Stop acting as if you're going to solve the problem and and the history books are going to say that you were the the Paul Revere. No, the, the person that literally is going to be in the history books for giving us an opportunity to save this country is already in the history books. His name is Donald J. Trump. That's the guy that is going to be in the history books for standing up and having courage. I wish he would have taken it further. I wish he would have signed the Insurrection Act and I wish he would have had every one of those votes counted. It it, it would have been to great peril of our nation. But look at the peril we face today. Hindsight's 2020, And I know that his fear was that it would create a division in this country. But just like we're seeing with Twitter and 20% he's predicting that is all bots, those are the people that are liking your posts if you're on the left. Influencers have an obligation to wake up. Not care about yourself. Care about the people around you. The history books are going to be written by the victors. And the victors, there's that one person in the history books that were the victors by walking alone. And when I see people that use, you know, standard deviations, deviations of behavior, deviations of law, deviations of, when I see them use those things, it's because I wrote a map and I was like, here, here here's the deviations. I did that. Yeah, I don't walk back to them and say, hey, hey, listen, you're welcome. You know Why? Because it's not my message. It's truth. And we got to carry truth as if we are the only torch bearers, looking around us hoping that other people will carry the same torch. What they're doing in our country is abhorrent. It's absolutely abhorrent. But it's going to take us. It's going to take us standing together. And it's going to take the influencers to realize that it's not about them. I mean, I, I have several advertisers and Mr. Producer, we're not very good at it, are we? I have a couple of good advertisers stick around with us because of you. I get censored on, on Apple. I get censored on Rumble. I get censored in all the places you would think I wouldn't be censored. I get censored on Facebook. I get censored and, and say, Joe, well, we'll just stop being on there. I was like, I can't. I gotta, I'll, I'll take the margins. I'll take the two or three or five people and hope that the rest of you become the ambassadors of truth. And you know what? Just take my words. And if they're not true, all right, tell me what part of it's not true. I will have that debate. I will have the debate every day, twice on Sunday. You know, what happened to us as a nation is important, but what we do to work the problem is more important. And right now we're at a critical place where it doesn't matter what political party you think you're a part of. There's the American party over here and there's the rest of them over there. Communists over there and there's us over here, us, the United us. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I will be back tomorrow. I'll be in Mesa on Friday. I will be in Moline, Illinois on a Monday, right? Monday, Tuesday, Monday. I got- Sunday. I got stuff planned from July 7th. If you want me to be in a city near you, um, just send us a link at Conservative Daily and we'll be there. And it's not, it might not be me. I'm hoping that we get enough people and we just need organizations in that environment that are willing to say, hey, we'll sponsor this. This isn't about FEC United. It's not about Joe Altman. It's about the truth, and it's about a plan that was written by a guy, Matthew Trewella. It's not my plan. It's biblical. It's a biblical plan. It's a plan of taking it back by the people, of the people, for the people, by the people. If you think that legislators are going to do it when they're in there for money and power, that's why 90% of the people run for office for money or power. They want to be in the history books. They wanna feel like they mattered. They don't care about you. There's nothing in them that says, I wanna stand up for the American people, nothing. They they care nothing about you. So stop thinking that they're gonna do for you. They're not gonna do for you. We have to do for us. We have to become the people of interposition. We have to become the ones that carry the torch. We have to be the ones that give them courage because they don't have a choice. That's what it means to be an American. That's what it means to be a Paul Revere, to be an ambassador of truth. And you don't have to get angry about it. It doesn't need to be violent. Violence begets violence. If Antifa shows up, guess what? They get their teeth kicked in. They throw one can, and they're done. We have no patience for it. They fire one bullet. They bring one knife. They're done. You got to do that you gotta t- you got to teach them about consequences because we have moral decay and ethical decay in our society because we have failed to push out consequences and we had let the hens or the, the, the wolves run the hen house. And they're, they're killing us as people. Starting with the most vulnerable among us. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end in prayer and I know I'm going to be a little bit late Mr. Producer. i got to get, get down to the springs but if you're down in the springs come visit me. We're going to be talking with some legislators. It's going to be an amazing meeting. But uh, I think I think we do have to pray. So let's let's uh, let's pray a little bit, and um, let's thank God for just the opportunity to be born at a time like this. If not you, who? And if not now, when? And you are the answer. You, I'm not the answer. I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy that happened to be on a call, and they say, "Oh, it's impossible that he was on a call. It's impossible he was on the call with Coomer. It's impossible." Is it also impossible that I'm a tech CEO? That I built a company that was one of the largest first party data aggregators, and that I built that on a cocktail napkin to be one of those large over 10 years without one dollar of outside capital? I did that. Is that impossible too? They're representing some of the biggest clients across the country, biggest companies across the country. Was that impossible too? I wasn't a tech guy before that, I was a math guy. Was that impossible? See, we forget that God uses people in impossible situations. Is it also impossible that Eric Coomer ran Dominion Voting System, owned the patent, which I didn't know at the time, that posted the Antifa manifesto and also happened to uh, be in a position where he could adversely affect the election? Was that impossible too? And did it turn out that all the information related to Dominion Voting Machines happens to align with the fact that he said that he affected the outcome of the election, is that impossible too? Is it impossible that I went, hey, wait a minute, there's this guy. And it turns out that the machines are exactly what, he could do exactly what they did, and they did it, and no one was talking about it. But they've been talking about it for years. Is it also impossible that Polis, the CEO of Dominion, got up and lied? And Eric Coomer, by his own words, talked about having relationships with Verizon? Is that impossible, too? And the fact that they have the ability to have remote connections to these machines? See, everything is impossible for the radical left because they're liars. They're liars. No, I never, ever, 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 and I've never said that there was ever a recording of Eric Coomer. Ever. There's notes which we're going to take pictures of and we're going to walk through. There's notes. There's an affidavit of a guy that was on the call. Or, excuse me, was supposed to be on the call. There is the Antifa kid that gave me access to it. And everybody's like, just give him up, Joe. Just give him up. Give up the kid. Mr. Producer, what's the likelihood of me giving up that kid? Negative 50,000%. But it it could solidify it. It could. You could actually say, you could save yourself a lot of problems, and you could have saved yourself a lot of problems a long time ago, and still you haven't done that. Why? Why didn't I do it? I guess because you're not. A sh- this comes down to, and guys, I'm running a little bit long now. About character. I, I, but but I want to say this, and and I want to do if I could do a show every day about the why. Why did I give up being a CEO of a company that I loved? For who? Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Advertising clicks. Do you know how absurd it sounds? Advertising clicks. Oh, because I want to be in the history books. Hmm. I would have stayed working in the Middle East and Africa, and I promise you, I would have been in the history books solving some massive problems of food, hunger, some of the things that were facing people that made less than five, eight dollars a day. It used to be three dollars a day. It's not anymore. It's eight to ten dollars a day. I could have done it there. I, I, I could have done, I, I was already hanging out with those people. I, I gave that up to do something different, to be a dad, stand, stay at home and make sure I took care of my kids. Improbabilities are what God has put in front of us as a country. Improbabilities are the things that he puts us, that it just happens to be that while the police officer is riding down the street and happens to catch you know, someone with 20,000 pounds of marijuana, he just gets that feeling. Only I didn't have a feeling, I was on a call. I'll never give him up because I shouldn't have to. That The evidence should support everything that I've said. Everything. And that's the problem in our country, is that we're not willing to sacrifice for others, but we should. And that's the thing that God uses the most unlikely people, people that don't want to be doing it. There's other influencers that do. I don't. I don't enjoy this. But I do it for you, and I hope you'll do it for me. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to uh, to be here. Father, I, ju- I just ask you to forgive me. I know that I get really loud and I get... <clears throat> just forgive me because there are some times that I just, I get lost in the frustration of wanting people to see what I see and to want what I want and to want what you want. To want to have accountability in our country to get back to a place of sensibility. Father, we we are eternally grateful for what you've done in building this country and this nation and blessing this nation for over 250 years. We are grateful for the opportunity you've given our children we're grateful for the opportunity you have to, to be able to, to be in a place where we can recognize these rights, these, these inalienable rights, these natural rights that you've given us are so precious. Thank you for the opportunity we have to be born at a time such as this, to be able to serve you. And we're thankful for the blessings you've given us in our lives that afford us the opportunity and the ability to stand for you, Father. We know that you don't need to be protected. We also know that you want us to walk a path, walk a path of faith, but act in that faith. Father, I would ask you to protect our hearts and protect our minds, to walk with us and keep us safe, to help us just take a deep breath and to know that you have this. And then just do the work that we need to to become ambassadors of truth and to speak that truth. Father, please please bless us as we travel, as we spend time with our family, as we work, that we may, we may do it with the utmost care. We may appreciate our family, love on our families, love on our friends, be accepting of them, yet teach them about consequences and teach them about moral compass, the the moral north, and and not deviate from it. Father, help us that we may restore order in our communities and get rid of this, this decay that we are facing today. Father, help us that we may speak your words, we may do your good, and we may recognize when we get off that path and get back on it. Father, give us the courage. Please give us the stamina. Give us the boldness to do your work, Father. And please, Father, help us to set aside petty differences that we may work together for the common good of not just our nation, but other nations that will surely fall if we fail to preserve what we are as a nation. Father, please get into the hearts of those that we consider enemies, who are here to betray the people and hurt the people. Please soften their hearts and bring them to you, Father. Father, I ask you to bless the sick, that they may be healed and that you would just watch over us as people, watch over the ones that are the, the most disadvantaged among us, that they may be, they, they may not be hungry, that they may not suffer and they may have the blessings that poured out upon them, Father. I say these things humbly in Jesus' name, amen. Whew. I could have gone on for a little longer. All right, listen um what they do to one of us they do to all of us it's good to be back i've got a bunch of things that we're going to be talking about this week uh, that i think you'll find interesting a couple of really good people and i want to talk about the grift uh, we, we should talk about that yeah uh, we do go monday live monday through friday 10 a.m mountain time at 4 p.m mountain time uh, you can find us at conservative-daily.com Frank's Beach, rumble d live and cloud hub uh, everyone, hit the Rumble button or the Plus button before you leave, if you would. And then, uh, if you like to, please share it with people that need to hear it. You can also go to Apple Podcasts. Go even if you're even if you don't listen to it on Apple Podcasts, go download it. And here's what's happening: is that they're they're literally shadow banning us in certain areas. And it's, it's become, it's, it's been crazy. People are like, right, we can't download it. We can't get to it on Google Podcast. I've opened it up so people can get to it almost anywhere. You can go to, I think it's ilistennotes or something, or listennotes.com. You can get it anywhere now. And so people are lis- listening to our podcast everywhere. But we're being suppressed on certain places like Apple Podcast. And, you know, someone had trouble on Audible the other day. But uh, you have Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible as well. Just go over there, give us a five-star review, and then share it with someone that needs to hear it. Um, text word FREEDOM to 89517 if you want to get a reminder when we go live. We're going to be changing that up a little bit because uh, we know that people aren't getting it either. Right? We're, everywhere that they turn, they try to censor and stop us from having a voice. So just help us out. Become that ambassador of truth. Subscribe to our newsletter. If also, also, as well, link is in the description. We're going to start sending out the, the uh, podcast to emails too, right, Mr. Producer? We're going to send it out to you. So you yeah, we got wider. our
0: tech team working on that. Yeah,
1: and go back, by the way, and listen to Mike Lindell's. It was a couple days ago. Mike Lindell was on for a couple hours. There's two, I think two, right? And there are two? They broke it into two? Yes. Part one and part two. He was on for about an hour and a half. I thought he was going to run out of energy, but he never does. Also, go over to conservative-daily.com, become a member. It's just 10 bucks a month to follow us. And then uh, you can also uh, go become a member of FEC United. Always important to become at $60 a year, right? And if you're a business, there's also the business of um, uh, People's, Chamber, People's of Chamber of Commerce. People's Chamber of Commerce, yeah. Now, the other part is is that we have the financials, which will come out for FEC United. And what you're going to find when you get the 990, and I think that comes out in June or July or August, one of the two, um, is that I personally put two hundred and seventy grand or so into FEC United, and that uh, we, we started off as no paid memberships in FEC United. And I just put a bunch of money in and just to help grow it so it could go across the country. And we've been attacked by the mainstream media and these little pieces of trash um, that are Antifa activists that want to act like journalists. We've been attacked by them. Um, and we've, we, uh, we're continuing to just press forward, press forward, and now combine arms with other uh, organizations across the country as well. And so we uh, we have not been heavy on finances. We have now two paid positions inside of FEC United. Two paid positions at FEC United. I'm not paid. Um, again, I do all of this and I don't get paid one penny across the board for any of it. Why? Because I care about you. That's why. So people want to talk about things, talk about the motives and what drives them and what they're willing to give up of themselves in order to make sure that you can have something for your kids and grandkids and future generations. That's the legacy of the human spirit. And I think that's what it means to try and restore the soul to our country. So God bless you all. I will see you tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m.